0: Welcome to Follow Your Curiosity, where we explore the inner workings of the creative process. I'm your host, Nancy Norbeck. Hey there, I am here with this week's Creative Pep Talk, and this week I want to talk to you about something a little bit different. I want to talk to you about journaling. Journaling is one of those things that tends to divide people. Some people are absolutely drawn to it and do it naturally. You can barely stop them. Other people either aren't interested at all, or wish that they could, but feel like they don't have anything to say. And I'll be completely honest with you, for a long time, I was in that latter category. It was one of those things that sounded like a great idea, and I'd heard people talk about how powerful it was. But every time I tried to journal, I would sit there and I would stare at a blank page, and I would say, what am I supposed to do with this? And I would end up doing nothing. I have so many cute little journals from the 80s and 90s that I bought with every intention of filling them up with wonderful, wonderful things. And most of them have maybe 10 pages filled. And I probably still don't even have most of those anymore. But I've realized in the last year and a half that that's because I really didn't understand what journaling was supposed to do. If you think that journaling is just buy a fancy journal and fill it up with wonderful, brilliant thoughts. My guess is that unless you're one of those natural journaling types, you've probably never done it or you two have 10 pages filled. And that was when your enthusiasm and your inspiration died. And that was the end of that. Here's what I've discovered in the last year and a half. Part of the issue with journaling is that we look at it as I'm going to dump thoughts onto a blank page. That's not the best way to do journaling. The best way to do journaling is to be asking yourself questions. Questions focus your mind, give you a place to start. And even if the first sentence, paragraph, maybe two paragraphs of what you write is just sort of weird and disconnected and and odd, odds are really good. You'll pick up some steam after that. You may notice some things in those first sentences or paragraphs that you want to explore some more. And suddenly journaling becomes this great, ooh, what's that about kind of thing. It's a great a great thing to figure out your own curiosity about yourself, about your creative process, about anything that's going on in your life. You need that question to focus you. At least I certainly did. Again, I'm not speaking about the people who just naturally sit down and do this. Um, the other thing is that you need to lower your expectations. You need to be okay with the beginning of your journal entry being disjointed, odd, confused, whatever. That's all right. In fact, that can be great because it's getting all of the disjointed, foggy stuff out of your head so that other more interesting and more connected thoughts can come later. A lot of the time when I'm writing a journal entry, I will make connections as I'm writing. And sometimes it's really interesting. In fact, today, I was answering one question and suddenly I realized that nothing that I thought about that particular question was true, that the total opposite was true. And I wanted to keep delving into the the specifics of the question and what I thought because I knew that there was more there, but it was a much stronger pull to get out all of the things that I knew were not true about what I had assumed for years, years and years, decades and then I could go back and I could delve more into the original topic later, which is what I did. But you've got to lower your expectations and be willing to follow those little wild hairs wherever they want to take you. The other way to lower your expectations is by choosing a journal that is not big and fancy. This, for those of you watching on YouTube, is my journal. If you can't see it, it is a standard Composition book, the kind that you probably used in middle school or high school. It is not fancy at all. I have so many of these, and every single blessed one of them is full. I mean, not kidding, full stuff on every single page. I can't say that for any of the fancy journals I've ever bought because I've always felt like they're fancy, and therefore I have to put fancy thoughts in them. And so I went with cheap and disposable, which can also be handy if you don't want anybody to see what you've written in your journal, and it works. It gets rid of that bizarre expectation that I have to write something brilliant in every word on every page, and it frees me up to actually look at what's going on inside my head, inside my psyche, inside my spirit. You can use this with anything. This is not just a creative tool, but it can be a great creative tool if you're stuck. Because the question you can start with is why am I stuck? What's getting in my way? You may think you know the answer, but the funny thing about putting a pen on paper, and I really recommend doing this by hand and not typing it out, though if you're in a situation where that's not available and you really need to do some writing, use what you have. But I think that you get much deeper with a pen in your hand, even if your handwriting gets messy, which is also why this kind of journal is good. But but you you will find things that you never would have expected once you give yourself the freedom and and the space to put them on paper. It's a kind of communication with yourself that's very hard to do in any other way. Now, I've really only delved into this in the last year and a half. So it's possible that as I do it more, it will come more naturally in other ways. I'm not saying that that's impossible. I don't know. But it's a great way to just explore why are you feeling stuck? Why are you so easily upset at this person or that event? Anything like that that comes up that you might want to be a little curious about. And it might take you a while to figure out what to be curious about. And that's okay why am I stuck? What's getting in the way? Or even just what's getting in the way can be a great place to start from scratch. It doesn't have to be any more complicated than that. Now, you might start to get bored with that question after a little while if it's the only one you ask. But here's what I notice as I journal is that things strike me as I'm writing them down. And when that happens, I put an asterisk in the margin and up in the top corner of the page as something that I want to come back to later because that thing probably has the seed of another really good question in it that I want to explore with myself. Sometimes I'm better about coming back to those than others. Some of it's time-based. We can only do what we can do. But the seeds are there to find new questions to ask yourself. And I'm guessing if you start doing this, you will be curious enough about what's going on with you that you might not see on an everyday upper-conscious level to start digging into some of those things. It's such a powerful process that I've decided that I'm going to start giving you guys a journal prompt in every one of these pep talks. Obviously, this is not school. I am not going to come to your house and check that you have a journal and that you've done your homework. So this is totally on you. It's absolutely a self-directed thing. You can still listen to a pep talk and ignore the journal prompt if you really want to, but I think if you take the time to dig into it, you're really going to be surprised at what you learn about yourself and you'll be glad that you did. So since none of the previous pep talks have had a journal prompt, and since this is the first one, I'm going to suggest that you go with what's getting in the way. And you can take that question and apply it to any of the topics that I've talked about before in these pep talks. What's getting in the way with your perfectionism? What's getting in the way with the procrastination? What's getting in the way with your desire to rush through everything? What's that about? Sit down, set a timer for 10 or 15 minutes. Sometimes it only takes five minutes for me to hit something that's really fascinating and and striking. That doesn't necessarily mean you want to stop after five minutes. If you keep going, you'll probably find more. But if you only have five minutes, do five minutes. You'll still get something out of it. You can come back and continue it later. But I really, really recommend that you give it a try. And I'm going to start incorporating this more into things that I do with pep talks, possibly into other things. I'm seriously considering asking my guests from here on out, you know, what question we should ask ourselves. Uh, Because I think that, you know, it's great to come up with questions from your own inside knowledge and your own journaling, But a lot of the time, the questions that come from outside are things that you never would have thought to look at, and they can be equally as powerful. So I would love to hear how journaling goes for you if you give this a try. I would really, really love to hear anything that you notice, questions that you have, anything like that. I am not a total journaling expert, but I am a coach, and I'm really good at coming up with questions. So I want to hear how this goes for you, just like I want to hear how any of the things that we talk about in the pep talks go for you. So feel free to shoot me a note on my website or on Instagram or Twitter and let me know. And let me know if you have questions that you find just flummox you because there might be something in there that I could address in a future pep talk and I would love to do that for you. So go get yourself a cheap notebook Get yourself a pen. I buy refills for this pen in bulk at this point so that I don't ever have to worry about running out. Sit yourself down, set a timer if you feel like you need to, don't if you don't want to, and just ask yourself what's getting in the way. Could be in your creative process, could be in your work life, could be in your relationships. Apply that question to anything you want and see what you learn. I bet you will be surprised by the results. So good luck with that. Give it a whirl. Let me know how it goes. And I will see you next time. You know, I talk to people all the time who are feeling totally lost, overwhelmed, and stuck creatively. And I know there are lots more of you out there who are feeling the same way. So I made something to help. Check out the link in your podcast app for my creative tune-up kit. 37 bucks, super affordable, and it's full of my favorite coaching tools to help you rediscover your creative self and make progress fast. I would love to get it into your hands so that you can get unstuck and create beautiful things this year. Follow Your Curiosity is produced by me, Nancy Norbeck, with music by Joseph McDade.